Grace and mercy and peace belong to you from God our Father and from our Lord and our Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. The word of God before us this morning is Psalm 90. Let's take a moment to listen through the entire psalm. Lord, you have been our dwelling place throughout all generations. Before the mountains were born, or you brought forth the earth and the world from everlasting to everlasting, you are God. You turn men back to dust, saying, Return to dust, O sons of men, for a thousand years in your sight are like a day that has just gone by, or like a watch in the night. You sweep men away in the sleep of death, they are like the new grass of the morning, though in the morning it springs up new, by evening it is dry and withered. We are consumed by your anger and terrified by your indignation. You have set your, our iniquities before you, our secret sins in the light of your presence. All our days pass away under your wrath. We finish our years with a moan. The length of our days is 70 years, or 80 if we have the strength. Yet their span is but trouble and sorrow, for they quickly pass and we fly away. Who knows the power of your anger? For your wrath is as great as the fear that is due you. Teach us to number our days aright, that we may gain a heart of wisdom. Relent, O Lord, how long will it be? Have compassion on your servants. Satisfy us in the morning with your unfailing love, that we may sing for joy and be glad all our days. Make us glad for as many days as you have afflicted us, for as many years as we have seen trouble. May your deeds be shown to your servants, your splendor to their children. May the favor of the Lord our God rest upon us. Establish the work of our hands for us, Yes, establish the work of our hands. One hundred people per day. One hundred people per day. Bible scholars have estimated that as Moses and the Israelites traveled throughout the 40 years in the wilderness between Egypt and entering the Promised Land, Approximately, 40 approximately 100 people, 100 people per day would have died simply from old age. 100 funerals, 100 burials every day. Wherever the, the children of Israelite, Israel marched, there would have been cemeteries of bodies left behind. No doubt that left a profound impact upon Moses throughout those 40 years. Psalm 90, as far as we know, is the only psalm that the Lord moved Moses to write. As you and I consider our use of time that the Lord gives us, we're going to walk through portions of this psalm, and much of it, of what it has to say, is, is sobering. It's sobering stuff. But its concluding truth is 
beautiful. Throughout this psalm, the Lord through Moses gives us some sobering realities about the time that we have on this earth. Let's center in on three. Sobering reality number one, that our time here on this earth is terminal. It's going to end. God's word says that our, our, our time on this earth, it, when it ends, it, 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 it's like we're looking back and it's, and it's yesterday. It has already passed. Or he compares it to a watch in the night. In those days, a, a watch in the night lasted three hours. If it was your turn to watch over the camp, you did your three-hour stint, and then it was done. It was over. God's Word compares our time on this earth to, to being swept away suddenly by a fierce flood. In the late 1800s, the town of Jonestown, Pennsylvania, made national headlines when a massive lake up above it had its dam break, and so the entire lake was roaring down the valley, and anything that was, that was in its path, including Jonestown, was swept away in a moment. So also your life and mine. And God's Word also compares our time on this earth to, to a dream if you've ever had a, a very vivid dream and you feel that and experience that it's real and all of a sudden you wake up and you realize it's all gone. It's all gone. Our time here is terminal. Sobering reality number two. Our time here is not only terminal, our time here flies in verse 10, God's word says that our years are soon gone and we fly away. If you recall, some years ago, there was an ad campaign for Chevy trucks. And the, the song that they used for Chevy trucks was like a rock, like a rock, Chevy trucks like a rock. That was composed and sung by songwriter Bob Seeger. He was big in the... 70s and 80s, but when you listen to the entire song, it's not just Bob Seeger singing about a tough truck. Actually, it's a sad song. It's about a man reflecting on how in the days of his youth, he was like a rock, but he's not a rock anymore. Towards the end of the song, Bob Seeger sings this. He sings... 20 years, where'd they go? 20 years, I don't know. I sit and I wonder sometimes where they've gone. Our time here flies. And sobering reality number three about our time on this earth from Psalm 90, that our time here is toilsome and troublesome. In verse 10, God's word describes our time as that our span is but trouble and sorrow. As you and I live on this earth, yes, by God's grace, we enjoy all kinds of moments of joy, all kinds of moments of happiness, but we all know that that other shoe is going to drop. That as we live on this earth, you and I will experience 
injustice. You and I will experience unfairness. You and I will experience cold cruelty. You and I will experience crushing disappointment. You and I will experience very likely some form of betrayal. You and I will experience broken promises. In this world, you and I will experience devastating illness, either on our own bodies or, or on the body of, of someone we dearly love. In this world, you and I will experience some kind of financial crisis or financial pressure. In this world, sooner or later, you and I will experience sudden, shocking death. And in this world, sooner or later, you and I will experience suffocating grief. And why? God's Word tells us in verses 8 and 9, Moses says, Lord, you have set our iniquities before you, our secret sins in the light of your presence. All our days pass away under your wrath. We finish our years with a moan. Sin. It's sin. And not sin just in the big bad old world out there. Our sin, yours and mine. In the genius that you and I have to turn our backs away from God and to want to, to, to drift away from our, our God of perfect goodness as a result of that, our sin has broken this world and brought in the toxic waste of all that is ungodly. And because we have the human experience that you and I feel as we walk through this time on earth is full of trouble and sorrow. And that's why the Lord moves Moses to say this in verse 12, Lord, teach us to number our days aright that we may gain a heart of wisdom. There's a very gifted poet by the name of Marvin Tate. He lives in Chicago. And he once reflected on the concept of numbering our days, and, and he wrote this. What it means to number our days, it, realizing how few the days of human life are, a constant awareness and response to the temporariness of life. The wisdom that emerges from contemplation of the fleeting character and brevity of our lifetime. And yet this is where Marvin Tate falls a little bit short because true, full wisdom comes not just from contemplating the brevity of life. True, full wisdom comes from another place. Which brings us to verse 14. Moses says, Lord, satisfy us in the morning with your unfailing love, that we may sing for joy and be glad all our days. The, the Hebrew word translated unfailing love, it's the Hebrew word 
Chesed. Chesed. Chesed is profound and deep in its meaning. Chesed is unfailing love. Chesed is steadfast love. Chesed is merciful love. Chesed is a, a, a promise that's made, God making a promise to us and never, ever backing away from that promise. Chesed finds its ultimate fulfillment in Jesus. God the Son saw our lostness and entered our time and space and became one of us and, and spent 30 plus years walking among us. And during those 33 plus years, he spent every moment in obedience to his heavenly Father, living every moment according to his heavenly Father's good and gracious will on our behalf. And then he took all of our wasted moments, all of our wasted days, all of our wasted nights, all of our wasted weeks and months and years and decades. He carried them all to the cross. And in the space of, of about six hours, with his time on the cross, he suffered the divine punishment that you and I deserved for taking God's gift of time and squandering it or wasting it on ourselves. And then he died. And then he rose. So that now through his gospel promise, through faith in him, our days and weeks and decades are all cleansed, all washed clean in the blood of the Lamb, and we are his, and heaven is ours. How do we respond to a Savior like that? How do we approach the, the concept of, of how we use the, the, the short amount of time that the Lord has gifted to us? Well, it's not about buying a, just buying a book on, on time management and doing better, being more efficient. This fruit of faith includes an entire change of heart, an entire different look at this gift of time. And that change of heart can be in the form of a prayer. Our change of heart can say to our Lord, Lord, this day, November 6th, 2022, this day will never come again. Lord, this day is yours. In whatever lies before me, Lord, today, move me to use every moment for you. Or as Moses says in the last verse of his psalm, Lord, establish the work of our hands for us. Yes, establish the work of our hands. Amen. May the peace of God that surpasses all understanding keep our hearts and minds in 
Jesus. Amen.